Hello and welcome to the B2B Sales Playbook Podcast, brought to you as ever by Lead Forensics. I am your host, Joe Ducaro. This week I am bringing you part two of the best of the B2B Sales Playbook Podcast for H1. You'll hear from the likes of Alison Edgar, Paul Thomas, Tyler Witt, Brad Burton, Nicole Connors and more, all handing out their best tips from their podcast episodes over the previous six months. So, without further ado, here are more highlights from the B2B Sales Playbook Podcast from this half of 2023. If there was one golden rule that you would love everybody to take away from this conversation today, one key piece of advice, what is that top tip today? Ultimately, in sales, you are the CEO of your own success, right? And here's the hard knocks about that. Where you spend your time, where you choose to spend your time, will 100% link to how successful you are because you can control it. And here's some things I'd say to you. One, spend your time with people that want to buy. People that have the problem, the motivation to solve it. Too many of us in sales are hopeful salesmen. Hopeful. We just, we hope that they will buy because they've shown some level of interest. We're afraid to ask the tough questions to get to where we need to be to know if they're worth our time. So spend your time with people that want to buy. Don't spend your time in the land of hope because hope doesn't sell. You are directly responsible for where you spend your time, spend in the right areas. And that is people that want to buy, but also on the things you can control, right? You can control how many pieces of outreach you do every day. You can control how many times you pick up the phone, how many emails you send. What you can't control is if people answer the phone, if they have a great conversation, if they're in a good mood, if they've got the problem. But here's the thing, you do enough of it, you will have success. You've got to just figure out your numbers. And again, that comes down to being disciplined. That comes down to action before motivation, setting yourself up for success. Too often I look at calendars of SDRs and they're empty. It's what you do every day. And like, oh, well, I'll do some cold calling. When? What time? Where's your prep time? Where's your cold calling time? How many calls are you going to make in that hour? Where's your time for follow-ups? Where's your time for emails? How many emails are you going to send? Oh, I'll just do it. No, you don't. Like structure and say where you spend your time will link to how successful you are. So spend your time making sure you do the activity you need to hit your metrics. And when you're having those conversations, don't be afraid to push people away. One one of my favorite bits from when I do coaching with my sales coach is talking about how I just push people away. I love telling people, why don't you just wait six months? I can't wait six months. And they tell me why. Why don't you just sack your sales team? I can't sack my sales team. Let me tell you why. Why, why don't you just do this yourself? I can't do this myself. I haven't got the answers. I need I need you. Okay, it feels like we're the answer then. I spend my time pushing people away, helping people to decide for themselves if what we need is what they want. And if it is, people love to buy. If it's not, no hard feelings. We're not for everybody and we move on. So there's a lot there. I suppose the high level is you are responsible where you spend your time. Make sure you set yourself up for success with the time that you've got and spend your time with people that want to buy. Don't be a hopeful salesman, person, salesperson. What is the most important thing to remember with cold calling? Most important thing for me to remember with cold calling is that detach yourself from the outcome of a meeting. The focus for you on your cold call should be to get information that you didn't have today about somebody in your prospect ICP. 
that information leads you on to what the next step should look like. And that is always a win because just might not be ready today. doesn't mean that they won't be in six months time. You're building your pipeline for your mid to long term through your outbound efforts. So it's all about making sure that you're in the right mindset for your calling blocks every single day and that you're not relating your success only to the outcome of a meeting. For salespeople listening to this, when they're considering being their own sales coach, what's the biggest thing that they should take away from this conversation? Joe, it always comes back to the same thing. I think it's on every podcast you've done. It's on definitely everyone I've been on here. I do think it, the catalyst, the big one is just mindset. That moment you stop thinking as an employee and you just take the ownership in your own future. If you're going to invest in anything, invest in yourself. So I think once that mindset hits, the rest of it starts filling in because then you're seeking out what areas can I work on? Where can I optimize this? And then you go find the resources. And I do actually think it starts backfilling. So for me is believe in yourself first, believe in your potential, believe in your future, get hyped up about it and watch how your present self will start aligning towards your future self. And that will make almost, that'll make an immediate impact. What advice would you give to aspiring entrepreneurs who are just starting out now? What's the one, the one key thing that they have to absolutely get right in order to succeed? If it was like one thing, it's like grit, right? It's true grit. It is going to be absolutely brutal. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the way that it's just there. It's just, it is going to be brutal. And are you mentally prepared for it? I've got a saying, um, which actually I heard from, a, from Bill Clinton, from an interview I listened to him. And he sort of said, we had this saying in our household, which was, the game will be over soon enough. You play to the whistle. Mm. You know, you never let your head go. No matter what the score is, you keep going until the whistle blows. You can stop when the whistle blows, but you do not stop until the whistle blows. And that is the mentality you have to have, you know, for aspiring entrepreneurs. It's like, it is going to be, you are going to have the lowest of lows. Like it is going to be brutal. You are going to need to potentially sell a car. You are potentially not going to be able to make a mortgage payment. You are possibly going to have to sell your house. You are potentially going to lose money. And some people, some people are honest with themselves and like, I don't want to do that. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to do it, it is not milk and honey, right? Mm. It is brutal. And you've just got to have that true grit and determination. And if you find, you know, you let your head go, if, you know, your sports team goes down or something doesn't go in your direction, you let your head go. It's like, don't be an entrepreneur, right? Because you will, you will just have the worst time. It's, it's all or nothing. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> What's the one top tip you would like to offer for getting the sales job that you want? Yeah, so layoffs, hard, right? Stressful, lots and lots of emotions. I was laid off with COVID, so I totally get there. I've been there. I think reflecting on it, it's just 
take time to, to feel your feelings, right? Calm down, feel your feelings, express whatever you need to express, whether you're a runner, whatever it is to get that off of you, that hot energy, get the energy off, take your time and then sit down and really think about what you want. When I was laid off, I had some opportunities that were commission only, right? It was middle of COVID and I'm like, I don't really want that, but should I take it? And if you have that conflicting feeling, just wait. I was super, super glad I waited. I got a really cool opportunity with a startup that really changed my life, right? It set me on a different trajectory. And like you said, Joe, like you, you never know what's coming. You never know what's next, what's going to pop around the corner. I'm super thankful I waited. I know you said you're super thankful you waited. So don't rush, take your time, think about what you want. And I think make that list, right? Because you're going to land somewhere. Companies are hiring. So take your time, think about it, practice, write down what you want, how you're going to get there, set a plan, and then put the plan to action. I'm going to ask you now for one top tip. If you could give one top tip to everybody who's watching this, listening to this, what's that top tip for them to focus on for 2023? Become an industry expert monster. Like an absolute monster. Where every time someone talks to you about your industry, they learn something and they get value from the conversation. That is your that that is it, right? And if you're in sales enablement, you're listening to this, go and build proper programs around industry, business acumen, how buyers buy, the challenges that are being faced in the market. And every single conversation you have, challenge your buyers, bring up this information, educate your buyers, let them know that you more than them, because that's what they want. That's what they care about, is speaking to someone who knows more about them and can help them overcome these challenges. That is what I'd say. It's boring dry but you should be interested in that and you should learn as much as you can about that as well which football player do you think would make the best salesperson tom who could pick up the phone to you and sell you anything from the nfl i think mahomes is probably the one i'd go with and it's a cliche answer just because he's been in the spotlight now for multiple years but you're seeing how he brought his team once again to the super bowl and the reason why i'm also going with him is he seems so poised and so confident and so comfortable in almost any play that's run. It doesn't matter if it's the first play of the game or a really high pressure. My team is down by six and I'm trying to charge down the field for one last touchdown. It's crazy how comfortable he seems in every situation. And even considering his age, it makes it even that more remarkable. So I think hands down, he's the selection for that answer. And if you can aspire to be like Mahomes in sales situations, you're going to be absolutely successful in all of your sales calls. Because you and I both know, Joe, that the more comfortable and confident you are in what you're selling and the story that you're telling, it ends up making a big difference on the receiver's end with, with wanting to do business with you. So that, that attitude is absolutely huge. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that refresher of just some of the things we learned on the podcast this year. Remember to subscribe to the B2B Sales Playbook podcast and give us a five-star rating where possible. We'll be back next week with another B2B Sales Playbook podcast.